When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, you get to only choose one movie or TV show that you loved from your childhood to share with your kids. What would it be? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on the My Talk one on the My Talk 1071. Oh, we're just here on the My Talk. Yeah, we're just on, yeah. we're just over here. Uh we are on My Talk 107 one streaming live at mytalk1071.com. You can also find us on the MyTalk app, which you should be doing anyway. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And Holly, what has inspired this question? Uh, the question was inspired from the documentary I watched this morning, which was Kid 90. That is the new documentary featuring footage from Soleil Moon Fry. And it talks about a lot of your favorite teenage actors from the 90s. And it just got me thinking, okay, so if we're going to go back in time and you had to choose one movie or TV show that you loved from your childhood that you think best represents that moment in time for Mm. you and you want to share it with your kids, the kids, the youth, well, what is it? Oh, man, I had one answer and I just... They just second guessed it. Okay, not an easy question to answer. Well, it's not, and I thought it was, and then and then I had landed on something, and now I'm back. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What would that movie be that you would share with your kids that would typify that particular era, so that you could help them understand better what your life was like in those years? Am I am I accurately describing that? That is accurate. 651-641-1071. Do we have any callers yet, Holly? Yeah, let's go to Jody. She's been on hold. Perfect. Hi, Jody. Jody, what would that movie or TV show be for you? Well, it was movie-wise, it would be The Blue Lagoon. Mm. But sitcom-wise, it would be The Brady Bunch. And they've they've watched The Brady Bunch, the ones that we used to watch when we were little. And they think it's so cheesy. They just can't believe we liked that when we were little. Oh, my gosh. And they just can't believe it. They, this is cheesy, Mom. Well, it is cheesy, well, but that's what makes it good. Exactly. See, they don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> and then I, I I, got the movie um, The Blue Lagoon, and that was very popular as I was drunk, and I love that movie. And they, they just, they just looked at me like, you really like this movie? I don't know. They they get they don't get it, and they were both born in the nineties, so that's why they don't get it. <laughs> that's why. Hey Jody, thank you for your call. 
the Blue Lagoon and the Brady Bunch. 651-641-1071. What would the movie be that would typify your childhood that you would choose to show your kids so they'd understand a little bit about what life was like for you? 651-641-1071. Holly, uh, do we have another caller ready to go? Yeah, let's go to Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike, what would that one movie or TV show from your childhood be? Hi, Mike. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's such a great one. So, yeah, just to kind of see how kids could be out and about with no parents going through a whole day. Now it's a lot different. So <laughs> isn't that funny? That okay, story. Mike, that is exactly, thank you for your call. That is exactly what was informing my um, my choice of movie. That sense of, like, the kids kids could be gone the whole day and nobody would even know about it, which was so typical of the 80s. So my first choice, and I'm going to take you on my journey, my first thought was, well, obviously it would be the Goonies, right? Because it it just is so delightfully 80s. Everything about it, the clothes, the clothes the it's like a total buddy movie the kids being gone on an adventure all day long their parents probably didn't even notice they were gone like that was so that was gonna be my choice and then i thought what about the sandlot that would be another one again that just shows how kids used to just sort of free range well interesting that you picked the sandlot because that's a 90s movie that's nostalgic for the 60s. Right. So, so it doesn't even show what it's like in the in 90s. Your, exactly. So maybe then in that case, I'm going to go back to the Goonies. Because okay. that was my original one. And then I thought about the Sandlot. But then now I'm back to the Goonies. So it's the Goonies. 651-641-1071. If you could only show one movie or TV show to your kids to show them what life was like for you as a child, what would it be? Who do we have on the line? Let's go to Sheila. Hi, Sheila. Sheila, what would that movie or TV show be for you, Sheila? That would be Top Gun. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. What about it do you feel like is, um, would, you know, like what about it would make. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> okay. My kids have seen every Tom Cruise movie because of that. So, yeah. Okay. But that was like Tom Cruise before he was creepy. Right. But they still they still will watch him with because he was my all time favorite. I get so. it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for your call. Uh, who do we have next, Holly? Oh, let's go to James. Hi, James. Okay, James, if you could only choose one movie or TV show that you loved from your childhood to share with your kids, what would it be? Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. That's, yeah, that is a great one. People hate that, but the Cosby Show is my favorite. You know what, James? I, I'm, I, get, I totally get what you're saying that, like, you know, we kind of look at it through a different lens now because right. of Bill Cosby. Yeah. But the truth is, like, the show itself and the way it tells the story of that time of life oh, is yeah. still is so good and iconic. It, it is. It yeah. is. Forget yeah. the person. Right. Never mind him. Right. But I know that's hard for some people. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you for mm-hmm. your call, James. No, that's fully true, though, because that, that show is so iconic of that time period. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it's such a time capsule yeah. of that time in yeah. life. Yeah. And that if you wanted to show kids what that time of life was like in that way, the Cosby show right. totally fits the bill. Right. And that was the time where that was like appointment viewing and families sat down together to watch uh, their their sitcoms. Um, and that was such a great family sitcom. 
651-641-1071. The question is, if you could only choose one movie or TV show that you loved from your childhood to share with your own kids, what would it be? And I'm asking why. Who do we have next, Holly? Michael. Hello, Michael. Michael, what would that movie or TV show be for you? The first movie I ever saw as a child with my dad was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> oh, you got Holly right in her Oh, I already spot. was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what about that movie would, would sort of like, what would you be communicating through that movie? Well, it was kind of um, correlating animation with real life. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And that was like big at the time. Now people would, they'd be like, what? But at the time, it was so huge. Thank you for your call, Michael. Holly. Here's an assignment for everyone. It's on Disney+. Plus. Mm. And watch you, it. Watch it. Because, now, not to go too much on a tangent, but that movie takes, that I think is just the quintessential Hollywood movie. It's everything that is good and should be celebrated about Hollywood big budget yeah. filmmaking. It takes technology brings it to the next level, pays homage to the past, brings together a bunch of classic characters. Oh, I just love it. You so love it. Much. You know what? I Can I tell? Oh, no. Um, yes. Well, gonna, you you're going to be disappointed. It? I've never seen it. Well, put, add it to the list. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah, I'll probably show it to the kids tonight because what else are we doing? <laughs> right. Hanging now, out. Now I know. Doing stuff. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul from Paul's Trip to the Movies is joining us to tell us what we should or shouldn't be watching this weekend. We'll be back with Paul after this on My Talk 1071. Miss the throwback live at 245. Great song. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. And our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us as he does every Friday to tell us what we should be doing on our couch. Hey, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. We're so glad to have you. Okay, let's get started with uh, a Netflix offering called Yes Day. Yes, this is a new family comedy starring Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez. And, you know, when they were a couple, they were always yes people. But then when they had kids, they realized that saying no is part of their job as being parents. And they really started to learn from their kids that being too strict and saying no isn't the right answer either. So one day at school, they hear from their teachers about this concept called Yes Day, where the family gets together for a big family day, where they just say yes to whatever they want to do and have the whole day together. Okay, this is actually like a real thing that people do. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I had no idea. Because oh, really? Have, yeah, but it's based on, yeah I, I never heard of this concept yeah. until I saw the movie and talked to them. It's based on a children's book by Amy Krauss Rosenthal and Tom Lichtenhaus. And, you know, it's a way for parents and their kids to kind of spend time together, put the devices away, and maybe do things that are a little outside the norm, do things a little outside routine, and just kind of reconnect and focus on the family. I, lo- I love this concept. Have you guys ever done that? Well, we, we do weird versions of that, but not like formally, like... Um, like I think I haven't actually read the book and but I know of people who have like done the the actual yes day will do things where like everybody gets to choose one thing. Um, right. But we don't get super strict about that either. But um, tell me. So tell me more about, you know, about the, the movie itself. And then I know you interviewed some of the stars. 
Yeah, so the movie is 90 minutes, which makes for a really good, like, sit down with the family with a bunch of popcorn at night. It goes by pretty quickly, and it really, they kind of go from one challenge, one adventure to the next. They have, like, five asks or tasks on this list. Each kid and each adult got to pick something out from kind of eating ice cream to roller coasters to going through a um, car wash with the windows down, and everyone had to say yes. And then we see how, like, sometimes that leads to some embarrassing moments, um, immature behavior, you know, and then it really tests people to be like, can we really do this and whatnot? So it's it's a fun, clever, energetic movie, even if it's a little bit more extravagant than you would you would do on your own kind right. of family. Yeah. Day. I was going to say the concept of the yes day is is beautiful in and of itself, but does it make for a good movie? It is. I mean, it's light. It's it's adventurous. I had a fun time with it, where sometimes family movies can be like, okay, that's ridiculous or right. stupid, and they kind of dumb down. But I thought that this was actually fairly well written. Jennifer Gardner's one of the producers on it, and she was really adamant about getting this made. And then Edgar Ramirez plays the dad in it. And I was, he's, I don't think he's ever done a comedy or a family movie. He was just in The Undoing. People also may remember that he played Versace yeah. in American Crime Story. So it was great to see him and his comedic side. I got to talk to both of them. Um, Miguel Arteta, the director, and all the kids in the movie as well. So just wanted to like learn what do they do for their own yesterdays? You know, what is what does a day of self care look like for them? And you know, is eating ice cream for three days straight on set like actually an easy thing to do? So we talk about all sorts of stuff like that. I do love that Jennifer Garner really seems to be focused in on these family movies, right? Like she's yes, I, she. This is like a definitely a turn for her. And I think it fits her well. I mean, she, we know that she can do comedy. It's a light. It, it's, she's not over trying too hard. And because she loves the material so much, you can see the adventure. You can see the fun that everyone in this cast is having. And they, you could tell that by talking to them that they love being a part of this movie and just taking the time to make it. Cool. So how many ticket stubs for Yes Day? Uh, three out of five tickets up. So this again, it's only 90 minutes. Like a whole family can sit through a 90 minute movie. All the interviews are on my YouTube channel. Paul's trips, the movies on YouTube, and they'll also be on Twin Cities Live today. Wonderful. Oh. All right, Paul McGuire Grimes. We're going from one kind of family movie to, I feel like a kind of different family movie in the next, in the yes. father. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, this is The Father. This is now in theaters. It will be on demand in a few weeks on March 26th if you want to wait. This is the one with Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins both getting award season chatter for this. And she is really struggling with what kind of care her father, Anthony, needs because Anthony's really going downhill with Alzheimer's. And it becomes this piece of like how Alzheimer's affects people. It's based on a play by Florian Zeller who wrote the screenplay and directs the film. And it primarily takes place within the walls of Anthony's London flat. And it's a heartbreak of a mm, movie. I can imagine. That these two are a master like if you love watching actors, these two are a master class together in such heavy roles. You and know, like that was Hopkins, actually gonna be my very first uh thought about this is like the those two actors together sounds oh. in and of itself amazing and then add this very serious but also very frankly relatable subject matter yeah. and it's just got to be amazing it is and what what Florian Florian Zeller does too is it kind of puts you in the mind of Anthony because there's things happen throughout the film where you're like wait that's not what the kitchen usually looks like or I thought we've covered this differently with time and space and you realize He's making the audiences unsure of what 
like in the same mindset that mm. Anthony is going through. Mm-hmm. Like characters come and go, these actors come and go that essentially play different people as how Anthony remembers them. So when you see them again, you're like, oh, he's only getting worse. You know, it's a fascinating storytelling concept I think of how that, this movie and play plays out. I think that that's a really important, um, important choice in portraying a person who has Alzheimer's is mm-hmm. is trying to get the audience to understand better what it's like in the mind of somebody whose memory is failing. Yeah. Um, it is uh, that that breeds compassion in people so that they can mm-hmm. understand it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, it, that just sounds very true to life. It is. And if you're thinking, I'm not, I don't get this. I'm confused by the movie. Well, that's, that's the point. Like, right. it specifically made that like that. So you're not always knowing what's going on. And Anthony Hopkins is, you're just reminded what a genius actor he is. And, like, the decades of work that he's cranked out and how he still delivers these powerhouse performance he's not just phoning it in he really is like in the moment with someone that doesn't know what's going on and as an actor how do you then not foreshadow what's going to happen right. to you it's it's fascinating just like the act the actor in me is like how do you do that you know where yeah. where can people see the father it's currently in theaters only, but then will be available to rent on demand March 26th. And even if it doesn't win any awards or anything, do it for these two performances. And Olivia Coleman, if you're only used to her on The Crown or The Favorite, a, a different role for her. She's not funny. She's not kooky or weird. Like, it's heartbreaking to see her mm. deal and go through the stages of grief of losing and saying goodbye to your father before they're not around. Uh, how many ticket stubs for this one? Four out of five for the father. That's huge. That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Paul McGuire Grimes, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You Paul. can find Paul McGuire Grimes on all the social media platforms. Paul's trip to the movies. Make sure you check out his YouTube channel uh, if you want to see those uh, interviews with those wonderful actors. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hey! And we have these crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Oh, the Crazy Stupid Idiots. They're to your right, they're to your left. And hopefully, when you look in the mirror, there isn't one looking right back at you. Oftentimes, we find them in the state of Florida and sometimes other places like Tennessee. Ooh. So here's what happened in Tennessee on Tuesday night. 20-year-old Siren Young stole a pack of cigars from a convenience store in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, that in and of itself is not crazy, stupid idiot, but that is criminal. Indeed. What you need to know is that the owner of the store is a 25-year-old guy by the name of Odie Suleiman. Well, the owner of the store was real mad at this 20-year-old young buck who stole those cigars from this convenience store that he owned. Yeah, it's rude and it's criminal. Right? So he got in his car and he chased after Siren Young. 
And when he caught up with him, he said he had a gun. And he took back the pack of cigars. Mm-hmm. And he also took Siren Young's cell phone and his debit card. Oh, so he stole from the guy who stole from, from him. him. Exactly. It's like, well, you know, I'm doing the crazy, stupid, idiot math, and it doesn't really, it doesn't really add doesn't up. Add up. No, it doesn't add up. So uh, Siren Young, who's the guy who originally stole the cigars from the convenience store, flagged down the cops and once they kind of figured out what actually happened, because there's a lot going on there, mm-hmm. Odie Suleiman wound up getting arrested for aggravated robbery. Siren Young got a citation for theft. Uh huh. Yeah, because because that was just the, the cigar things, and then the, yeah. the money, and yep. the stu- with the gun, so and the, the, the yep, and the stuff, and the stuff. Yeah. So let that be a lesson that revenge is not always uh, on the menu. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Can we go? Or be careful how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go to North Carolina? I wish we would. Yay! We're going to Sanford, North Carolina. Uh, we don't even have uh, the name of the woman who is at the center of this. But we do know that she lives uh, in Sanford, North Carolina. And she got into a fight at her house. And well, actually, her name is Sheila. So Sheila got into a fight at her house. Okay. And she got into a fight over a laptop. I don't okay. know why she got into a fight over a laptop. Maybe she was trying to use it. She wanted to watch her videos. Someone was creeping on her on the laptop. Any it's number of worst. things. It's the worst. She got into an argument over it. However, it's the way that Sheila responded to this argument that makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. See this. Okay. Let this already. I already can tell you where this is going, sort of. The problem isn't uh, that somebody didn't... It's the reaction. That's always the problem. Right. People right. overreact to small things, and that yeah. makes them a crazy, stupid idiot. Right, because Sheila was just fighting about a laptop. Yeah. You could easily resolve an argument over a laptop. I mean, Sheila didn't even like take the laptop and then put it in her room. She didn't take the laptop and throw it on the ground and smash it, so nobody gets a laptop. What did she do? She poured lighter fluid on the bedroom floor and set it on fire. Wait, set the laptop on fire or the bedroom? Well, a little bit of both. You set the laptop on fire and then you set the bedroom on fire. All of the above. Yeah, because the fluid was on the floor. (laughs) Okay. So again, now she has no laptop and no bedroom. And she's in jail, I bet. Uh, Yeah, she was arrested and charged with first-degree arson. You guys, consequences. And she's being held with no bond. So, Sheila, honey, you know, understanding the heat of the moment. Literally. (laughs) Flames. Uh, You could have, this could have been resolved in a different way. Far more easily. An act of arsenic passion. But it just, yeah. Now, now you're, you don't have a laptop, you don't have a bedroom floor, and you're now in jail. So, things didn't go the way you wanted them yeah unfortunately she did start the fire thank you billy joel Mm -hmm. thank you yeah but what it's like one of those it's like the react it's a meme the meme being you know like when you have a spider in the house yeah burn it all down burn it all down it's a joke yeah don't do that that's a joke don't do it don't do it no uh okay for our last crazy stupid idiot we are going to Washington, or as some people say, Washington. 
We are going to the state of Washington, and we are going to meet 30-year-old Dustin Bushnell from Burbank, Washington. Okay, so here's the deal. Apparently, the cops were on to, you know, the catalytic converter thefts? Yeah. This is like a big thing. Yeah, because there's some kind of thing in the catalytic converter, like some kind of rare metal or something. Apparently, the market is really hot for whatever's in the catalytic converter, and that's why the catalytic converters are being stolen. And at like alarming rates, right? Like people talk about catalytic converters being uh, stolen off cars constantly. Trust me, if you're on next door, it's constant. So, you know, the cops are trying to crack down on these types of thefts. Well, they found a person who they believed was highly, highly involved in one of these catalytic converter theft rings. And this guy's name was Dustin Bushnell. And so they were like, okay, we got to check on this guy. So they uh, knocked on his door and they well for, they got like a, a search warrant because they wanted to find the catalytic converters and so they were searching his house and they found the catalytic converters but then they also found something else and i swear to you we have never ever read anything like this before oh yes okay great when they were searching his home they walked into his kids bedroom uh-huh. and what they saw was a massive 400-pound playground slide attached to the kid's bunk bed. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I, okay, not, but don't be jealous lie. because this seems like, okay, let's just be real. If I'm, and I don't know if this guy is married, I don't know, but he's got a kid. And if I'm the wife or the mom of the kid and dad comes home with a 400 pound slide and is attaching it to the kid's bunk bed i might be like what where did you procure such a thing oh a 400 pound slide i thought you said a 400 foot slide like oh no it's a big house no 400 pounds but a big one a big 400 pound slide um and here i can show you uh the picture of the slide hold on it's actually like not the coolest slide ever i feel like he could have done better from uh what here i'm putting it right here for you Mm -hmm. and he could have done better okay but i'm being judgy oh that's a letdown it's a womp womp right it's a sad trombone i had in my mind that there was some kind of magical playground inside this child no it would be great but no it's just like it looks kind of okay well let me just tell you what happened um what happened is that is the exact slide that went missing from a park in December. Somebody oh. sawed it off a piece of playground equipment. Okay, come on. Right? Okay, but he, here's the deal. Again, it's 400 pounds. That seems like that was a lot to move. You could have gotten... I mean, that is like a plastic little tykes slide. He, oh, for sure. What I'm saying is he could have done better and cheaper. You know, because the way he's going to have to pay the price for this... Is that uh, he's, I don't actually know, he's going to have to do time for stealing that slide. They're still building a case for the the stolen car parts, but they did arrest him on the spot for the slide. Uh, He is facing uh, charges for possession of stolen property. You could have tried harder. Or just maybe not have stolen the slide because now all the kids at the playground aren't going to have the slide. And then now it's like, oh, yeah, that guy stole the slide. Also, I do just have to say, and I'm not I mean, 
yeah, I'm judging a little bit. Um, maybe the slide wasn't the best idea because look at the picture. That that might be like a closet door. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can even get like open the closet door all the way. Maybe I'm just saying maybe it was unnecessary. <laughs> maybe a ladder it was would un- do. Maybe it was unnecessary. Yeah. Colleen applying some kind of logic, logic. and reason. To a crazy, stupid, I mean, idiot story. You know that that kid thought his dad was the coolest, right? Yeah, but how do you like get? How do you get on the slide? I mean, there there are questions. You are right, Colleen. Good there call. are logistical questions of this slide. Where does the slide go? Is it just going to go right into the wall? Now, as a child, I could see that there would be an element of fun of that, right? Where you slide down Maybe the slide, like slam put a mattress up against the wall and yeah, just throw yeah. yourself down repeatedly. Yeah. If I was eight years old, that would have been called. Friday night. Thank you. As a 30-something-year-old, that could also be called Friday, Friday night. night. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, we have a little game to play on the Colleen and Bradley show. We play it every single day at 2.45 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Today, because Bradley's out of town and he won't be back until Monday, our friend Rocco will be playing in his place. Um, we've had mixed results in the last, nope, we've had just bad results we, well, in the last few days. you know, I don't have a lot of hope for today. But okay, great. Surprise so fun. I can't wait. <laughs> when we come back, Rocco and I will go head to head in a little game that we call the throwback live at 245 after this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.